I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Top 4. Who Wants at Least? by Trevor Downey. Initially, as I grimaced in recollection of the season's third last serving of delicious Barclays goodness, it was tempting to liken Liverpool's struggles to make any progress to the myth of Sisyphus. You know, the unfortunate chap punished by the gods of the Greeks for his offences against them. His sentence was to push a huge boulder to the top of a hill, only to see it roll back down every time and know that he must start over for eternity. Something about the presumed Sisyphean exasperation whilst watching that heavy burden return to the bottom, having painfully scaled the heights, really resonates with us Liverpool fans. Then, as I contemplated the even more lamentable efforts of Jose Mourinho's Manchester United against Arsenal, an altogether more prosaic analogy seemed more apposite. In their increasingly ragged attempts to seize the initiative, the two giants of English football are more akin to a pair of drunken old-timers having a brawl outside a pub. Breathy, heavy-limbed, unsure of foot, and lacking the power to deliver a killer blow, the two are hesitantly circling each other in a semi-stupor, whilst in the background, a sober Frenchman in an unsettlingly long padded coat nips in and steals their chips and wallets. Even more distressingly, the Portuguese manager's habit of post-match paranoid posturing seems to have spread to Anfield after the incredibly frustrating stalemate with Southampton. At least so one would believe, were one to trust the typically agenda-driven presentation of Jurgen Klopp's quotes in some quarters. As I trolled the news sites for content, the headlines were screaming about how the Liverpool manager was blaming the dryness of the pitch and the referee for Liverpool's attacking bluntness. One site went further and claimed Liverpool fans were embarrassed by the manager's weak excuses. Klopp, of course, is not noted for his whining. In fact, he has always taken responsibility for losses and protected his players in a way that does not separate himself from them. The idea of a less-than-ideal surface being an issue for a possession-based game is valid, but obviously not what fans want to hear after dropped points. Klopp acknowledges this, but points it out anyway. Despite knowing that it will mean some will dub Liverpool bad losers, it's not exactly Mourinho levels of monomania, but it doesn't sit well with some. It's not what I want, he said of the home draw to the Saints. To be successful, you have to have a fortress at home. That's very important. We had that here for a long period. Now we've had a few results which are not that good. I know nobody wants to hear it, but I am brave enough to say it. 
the pitch was really dry today. We gave it all the water we had, but after 15 minutes, it was really dry again with the wind. It was difficult. You could see it. A lot of passes, you thought, why are they playing this? But it was difficult. In a possession game, you need to have the best circumstances, if possible, in a home game especially. But today, we couldn't have this. That's nobody's fault. It's only a description. And when you factor in some references to Bobby Madley's rather idiosyncratic performance and Fraser Forster's sportsmanship, it gives the detractors all the ammunition they need to write unbalanced critiques. Forster's efforts at psyching James Milner out were of the most Neanderthal variety, and I have to say that I was really disappointed not to see Emre Chan, say, or Joel Matib step in to separate the Saints' outsized custodian from his direct opponent. Milner can't exactly grow a foot to meet the keeper's stare, and Madley had his back to proceedings for about three hours. Personally, your columnist has no issues with what Klopp said. It was measured and yet partisan. No problem. There is, however, something I can't face a whole lot more of. I'm not a religious man, but if I were, I would ask my preferred deity to strike mute any representative of the club who witters on about fighting until the end, or how the last pair of fixtures are two cup finals. Firstly, off bloody course you'll fight until the end. It's kind of your job. And secondly, we had two cup finals last season. That didn't work out so well. Of course, I understand the sentiment and players have to say something. But I never thought I'd lament the days of people talking about taking one game at a time and how every game in the top flight is difficult. In a media-saturated world, the cliché is the friend of the man who wishes to avoid controversy and pressure-inducing headlines. As Alberto Moreno played flip the bottle and Liverpool's two best goal threats sat on the bench behind him, discontent built around Anfield and amongst Reds watchers worldwide. The manager was on the end of the most vitriolic attacks I have seen to date and his reluctance to change an ineffectual side certainly had this observer confused. Balance, however, is a vital thing for one's sanity. The armchair analysis of how Forster had gotten into Milner's head was echoed by the ex-pro gobs for hire, and the usual cycle of 24-7 media-driven boom and bust reactions lurched into a downward cycle. It was over. The idiots had blown it. Again. Until United lost. And it was back on. Maybe. I want to say something upbeat because it's been a kind of a gloomy couple of days, football and non-football-wise, But it's hard to say something particularly upbeat because that was such a disappointing thing to watch at the weekend. We really were sort of, like I said in the piece, ineffectual. I think it's the best word to describe it. It was just so lame and limp and not at all what we want to see, what we thought we might see. I've seen a lot of people putting that down to fatigue. Maybe I'm not a good enough analyst, but I I don't know. I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. If it's a personnel thing, that could certainly be a massive factor and I think it probably is. We definitely do have a lack of pace in this side, but was there less effort? I don't know. Look, to be honest with you, at this stage, the analysis and uh, an incredible depth of it, it's kind of redundant. There are two games left, and what we've seen for absolute certain now is that nothing you think or I think will change how Jurgen Klopp operates. Most of us would have been screaming at the screen saying, please bring on Lalana and Sturridge at halftime or soon thereafter. He didn't and he doesn't. And that's basically something people are going to have to get their head around if they haven't done already. 
no amount of cribbing or crying but from us about tactics and how we do it so much better is going to make any slightest bit of difference and frankly i don't think any of us would do it better and think it's arrogant in the extreme to assume you would surely you can have a, a an opposition uh, in your terms of your point of view you can criticize the manager I think he deserves it this weekend, I'll be perfectly honest with you. That would be one of those calls where I said, well, I'd have done this. And maybe I'd be completely wrong, but it was my opinion at the time. So feel free to do that, of course. That's everyone's entitlement. But the arrogance on display in the immediate aftermath about how people were so sure that they knew better than Jurgen Klopp just sort of, uh, it's slightly distressing. Um, Anyway, it's perhaps back on. That's probably the only way to put it. It's perhaps back on. Who knows? We can still potentially get third. It depends on other results. We can still potentially get fourth. Doesn't really depend on other results. I think if we win our two matches, we've got it. That's about the height of it. And um, I have zero faith in us definitely doing that. So it's interesting to see how it pans out. I would like this season to be over, I'll be honest with you. The joy is kind of being a little bit sucked out of by, by the just constant barrage of injury and ill luck and what seems to be some sort of a squad-wide fatigue of some sort even if it is mental anyway let's narrow down the focus of our annoyance please a little bit onto the opposition for the next two games it's probably a little bit healthier for us than directing it all at poor james milner or jürgen klopp or whoever else were the uh, token pinatas for the weekend Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.